Now, an Irish Iraqi man who went to his native homeland to see his sick mother has been detained by the authorities there. Yasser El Jabouri lives with his wife and young family in Bal Griffin in County Dublin. His wife, Laura Wickham, joins us now. Laura, you're very welcome indeed um, to the programme and very difficult circumstances for you and your family and for your husband, obviously. Will you tell us just a little bit more about him? He's an Irish citizen now. When did he come to Ireland? Where you met? Yeah, he came. Um, thanks, first of all, thanks so much for having me and I appreciate um, the interview. Um, yeah, Yasser came in about 16 years ago. Um, I met him 13 years ago. He's been my husband for eight years. We have three kids. Um, his eldest just started primary school, so he's a full-on dad, uh, wholeheartedly involved. Big family man. Huge. I have a big family. We have extended family in Cork. He's like the first of the Atlantic, loves a pint of Guinness, all that kind of thing. Big rugby supporter. Um, and he's held in very high regard by his friends, colleagues, neighbours um, he works in LinkedIn here, he loves his team, we love the company um, yeah, he's an Irishman He's a prominent anti-corruption activist and would he yeah. have been known in Iraq for that stance? Yes, he would. He has a big following on uh, Twitter and he is uh, he engages in anti-corruption um, activism a lot on Twitter and he um, yeah that's what he does on, on uh, online. So tell us then, he visited Iraq last September, I think, for the first time in many years. Yeah. And that visit was fine, was it? No issues? Yeah, yeah. He had his Irish passport. He got in, he got his visa, he visited his family and he came out no problem whatsoever. Um, so yeah. what happened this time then? So this time um, when he went to check in, he, he went for, he got in fine. He, with his Irish passport, he, um, he went to, uh, he, he spent the week there uh, with his family and his mom. And when he went to check in for his flight home, um, he was detained um, and um, by the Iraqi authorities. And um, they gave no reason. Um, they, they gave no reason for his uh, uh, detention. Um, they said, um, they, they just gave no reason. His brother contacted me and asked me to get onto the Department of Foreign Affairs. Um, then by about 8 a.m. yes, on Monday morning, there was uh, reports that uh, the reason they were holding him because he had a fake passport or counterfeit passport, which is ridiculous because he entered in the same passport and exited um, in September. Um, still, no news was coming um, from why he was being held. Um, at about 3 p.m. then the afternoon, he went uh, missing. So there was no reports of where he was. He wasn't in the police station in the airport anymore. And that was very distressing. And that's when around that time when I posted to social media. And um, yeah, I, I've received um, information last night that um, that he had been mistreated, that he was beaten, blindfolded, um, transported to different locations. They took his phone, his passport and any money that they had on him. Where did you um, get that information a- from, Laura? I got that information from his brother and the Iraqi solicitors that are working with him in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And then at about um, that evening, then he showed up. There was an outcry then on social media when that happened. He, he showed up in Salhaya police station in Baghdad and it was reported that he was being charged with the defamation. Um, and that was coming from the authorities of the prime minister's office. And have you been able to speak directly to him at all? No, no, I haven't been able to speak to him. He's he was denied um, 
access to his family or to and initially to legal representation mm-hmm. um on tuesday morning then he went to court um he uh, was referred to i suppose our version of the special criminal court and the, ju- the judge there actually immediately requested his transfer to a publishing court uh, he was in the wrong place and the, he the judge considered the case a misdemeanor and um, he then went to the publishing court and um in that course the judge denied bail and extended his detention for another two days so he's due back there tomorrow um, so, as I said, I've been in contact with the Department of Foreign Affairs. Um, I actually um, re- received correspondence from the Taunashta last night. He's been in contact with me briefly. I hope to speak to him again this morning and hopefully arrange a meeting with him in person um, in the hope of following through on the, in the promise of hope. But I am very grateful for the assistance they're providing. Yeah. And the defamation charges, wh- what are they based on, do you know? Is it any postings that he may have made on social media? Um, yeah, I think um, the, the what they are saying is that um, it's it, it, it was coming from uh, the Iraqi solicitors that he's charged under Article Two Two Six of the Publication Law, which is a sanction which prohibits publicly insulting any public institution or official. But I think the point they're missing there is that Yasser is a, an Irish citizen. He's um, you know he's 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 travelled there on an Irish passport. He's received an Irish visa. Um, he's not. He has no Iraqi documents whatsoever. He 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 doesn't have an Iraqi passport. And how are you, Laura, dealing with all of this? I mean, you you must still be in shock that all of this is happening to you and your family. Yeah, I am in shock. Um, I have great support around me. Um, uh, super family and um, super friends. Even the neighbours. My, my fridge is overflowing. Um, I am. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm doing okay. I'm using all of my energy, all of it, um, just to try and get him home. I want him home safe, and I want him home. I want him home. So that's. I'm trying to kind of use my energy in the right places, and that's what I'm doing at the moment. But um, I'm. I'm grateful for all of the help that's been outpouring, um, and everybody he knows. Um, uh, as I said, he he's really well liked. He's. He's great fun. He's a gorgeous person. He's my number one person. So a lot of lot of people have, I'm actually overwhelmed by the response and people reaching out to, you know, raise awareness for it. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And that's kind of keeping me going. And I wondered, would he, would this have come to a sh- as a shock to him as well? Did he ever speak to you about worrying about something like this maybe happening on any of his journeys home? Yeah, so he's he's only had that one journey home in September, and he would have been quite concerned. But then it was it, he it was it was fine. There was no problem um, when he went. Yeah, he was, you know, the visas he went with his Irish passport. He got his visa at the airport. He went. Um, he had a great time. He met all his family, his friends. He hadn't seen them obviously in sixteen years, and uh, he was fine coming back. So I suppose he got some level. Uh, so with that, for that trip, we would have been kind of, you know, wary, and his brothers and sisters would have met him there and his friends there um, but it was fine so I, I suppose he would have gained some amount of confidence from doing that trip you know and you have a young family as we say young children what what I mean what yeah. are you able to tell them um, so I'm actually a principal of a school in, in Colester, so I'm really lucky that I have super, super people around me. And um, I would have dealt with a lot of people in NEPS. I would have dealt with my NEPS psychologist before and mm-hmm. how to speak to children in situations like this. Um, and um, he actually just reached out and gave me advice on what to say to my eldest because she was kind of picking up on my distress. So I just, um, I told her um, that, you know, that she picked up on something about her brother, his brother having um, a passport that was, you know, 
fake or something and that that um he's caused all this trouble and with the police and that's why mommy was upset but um yeah i was able to tell her that she was right that about the passport she was very clever and that um uh but it's actually daddy and that he we're, he's having trouble with it and we're just trying to get him home um, and we're doing everything we can and that's why everybody is around and everybody's helping um but i reassured her that we're doing everything we can and she she was okay with that her school has been amazing as well and they've been in contact and support and all her her friends and her friends parents and everything so I, i'm really really grateful for that gosh it's a tough time laura we wish you well thank you so much for joining thank us thank you so much for having me audrey i really appreciate it thank, thank you. you thank you laura wickham there whose husband yasser el is currently in detention in Iraq.